Before we get going, just a reminder, we are part of the Osiris Media Group. Osiris has a bunch of new podcasts, and one I want to uh, shine a light on real quick. It's po- called Politics of Truth. In it, Bob Crawford, host of the excellent Road to Now podcast and also the bassist of the Avid Brothers, hosts a show about politics and music heading into the 2020 election. Each episode will feature a politically active musician or political journalist. And the first episode was just released this week. It's excellent. Go ahead and get it. And uh, now let's get the party started. Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. I am one of your hosts, Michael Shields, with our other host, Mitch Lucas. What's up, Mitch? Uh, how's it going? It's going great. All right. Uh, this is exciting because, yes, we're, we're going to be busy here. And this is exciting because this is uh, this episode's dedicated to the 92nd Academy Awards. This is Welcome to the Party Pal's Oscar Spectacular. Um, what's fun about this is this is our opportunity to um and just like the oscars it's it's celebrating uh the films of 2019 yeah and this year has been a huge year for movies at least from my your perspective perspective yeah. in terms of the stuff that came out that i was really excited about so. yeah the output has been uh, i think it's been wonderful i think it's been a fantastic year i saw um something you put on social media just like the you put a list of all the films that you were really really excited about and yeah. i agree you know from yeah. Um, you know, we're going to probably touch on most of these films that we're speaking of, but from the, you know, the Irishman to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to you, you enjoyed Knives Out. Yeah, I did. Yeah. What else? I mean, even down to the blockbusters. I enjoyed the end game. Right. I love the Star Wars. I mean, there was I just so much fun. Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood definitely stands at the top for me this yeah. year. So Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's open it's, for... Debate. It just depends on what you're interested in. Absolutely, and there was—I mean, there was, yeah, there was a lot of interest, uh, uh, interesting films, and, and some were very uh, deep and poignant. Um, we'll get into *Parasite* and what that says about uh, society and everything like that. Um, and just some were just fun, and, and and yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome, um, and I enjoyed the award shows. I always enjoy the award shows. I, I think it's a fun. Um, you know, there's always nostalgia. You know, I love. Right. I'm here for the montages. Looking back at the year, you enjoy it. Yeah, every uh, every year has its own 
sort of eccentricity and oddness, and I almost feel like you get something different every year. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a lot of musical acts that we can talk about, mm -hmm. uh, moments that stood out in terms of the audience, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, yeah, it, it definitely felt like a year where there was a lot of memorable things that came out of from nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always, uh, I know the Oscars can get some critiques here and there, kind of Hollywood um, uh, patting stuff on the back and, right. and all that. And I, I understand where anyone's coming from in that. But I also, um, I think there's an importance there uh, with, with the Oscars. Uh, and this, I'll lead to a little discussion about in, you know, inclusivity. But um, it's, they are important in, for filmmakers, meaning that um, if you do get recognized, if your work does get recognized, it becomes easier for you as a filmmaker, whether a director or, or anyone in production, producers or anything, to get um, um, to get you know future work, uh, you get money for future films to or end up getting uh, creative freedom. And so, like if you're do if your work is getting recognized, this is going to be a boost for your career, and you're going to be able to be more liberal with your art and, and and just put more stuff that you want out there. Yeah, and think about a person who, whether it's an actor or a director, so much of what you do is getting the ball rolling on your own and yeah. you're making your own things and you're putting things out there uh, or you're involved in smaller films, smaller project, and it can be difficult to know if people are watching yeah. uh, or if anyone's out there paying attention to yeah. it. So winning an Oscar or even being nominated, you're, that's, that's got to be the biggest moment in your life where you know that this, this thing you've been working mm -hmm. on actually got through to people and, and yeah. needs something and Somebody got it. Yeah, uh, I I couldn't imagine how great that would feel. Oh, I can't. I can't either. I, I I I'm not gonna say I don't dream. That guy, right. you know, put yourself in that moment. It's got to be so special. I go back to all of my uh, daydreaming Oscar speeches, and they're the worst speeches in the world. <laughs> so, I, I, I you get can't. so. Let me ask you: Do you get socially conscious, or is it? Do you do? You, are you thinking about all the people you'd like to thank? Where are you at? There are always these huge. Sort of fake humble brag where I'm <laughs> I'm accepting the award in the name of all the other nominees yeah. and I like that that's something that's been used a lot but mm -hmm. the tone of which I imagined myself doing it it's was in that way vibe. too way too harsh yeah <laughs> none of those people would have been very happy with no. my uh, <laughs> I love it I really I'd, I'd love to have you record that at some right. point um, and I mentioned include um, you know inclusion how inclusion matters I think. Some of um, I've heard the critique and uh, you know how some of the um, changes the, uh, the the urging of the academy to to include more people of color and more women in uh, these categories and there was some backlash about women directors this year that I agree with and I've seen people say you know kind of feels forced um, you know everyone to be judged on the merit of the work but I you know I mentioned that cycle about how people um, you know. Once they win an award, they you know they're allowed to do more work, and that's that they kind of become cyclical. And and the fact is that over uh, the course of these you know ninety two years of this this Academy Award, it's mostly been uh, men or, and white men who who've been in that cycle. And so mm -hmm. the fact that people want the Academy to get more people in this cycle that I speak of is is, is only a good thing. And then hopefully, ideally, there'll be some day where yes, we're just looking at all these films just based on talent and merit and all that. So I think it matters. It does matter. And uh, you're, you're right in the sense that what we were talking about, that, that sense of what you're doing is getting out there. Um, there's lots of different people that want to have that, that moment. Yeah. You, know, you don't want it to just be a 
clubs. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The more we can get people involved in this whole thing, and the more we get to celebrate art. One thing that was that happened uh, this this year was you know just this with Parasite doing so well um, is just this this look this celebration of international film, and um, I dream of this. Yeah, it, it's funny, you know, Bong who is the director of Parasite, he mentioned uh, the first award. He's like, this is great. This is more, this is funny because it's kind of a local award. Yeah. I dream of uh, a day where the Oscars kind of take that down and just, you know, they become, um, you know, just the international, we need yeah. one award show that just celebrates film. And I love the idea of, of thinking cinema as a global community and just destroy all these imaginary lines on the map that, 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 um, you know, divide us and, and just celebrate cinema as, as a one unit thing. Well, with the changes that have been made with the nominations and such over the years, was there not a time where an international film could only be nominated for that's, best? I believe film? I believe that's right. If what they would leave them out of of the category of best picture, which is not the yeah. case obviously anymore. So we so we even take for granted that that, that was even an option. Yep. Um, you know. I, Foreign films I've I've seen in my life that have moved me all could have been best picture. Yes. So uh, this year was this year was great for what you're talking about and, and making a big mm. like punch, yep. like a big sort of sonic boom towards that yeah. that change of the Oscars being an international um, event. Yeah, uh, it's Hollywood, but now what we think of as Hollywood has changed so much. It's there's, that's still a town where there's a lot of offices and, and studios, Mm -hmm. but we're shooting movies everywhere. Yep. And people are making uh, names for themselves all over the world. And so it wouldn't make sense to, uh, to have that evolve. Tyler Perry just, uh, just created one of the biggest studios as far as land mass and, and, and infrastructure in, uh, outside Atlanta. Right. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out of that area and, uh, just, you know, that's going to open up a lot of doors for, for people as well. It's exciting to know that there's places all over the country now where there's production going on. Mm-hmm. I know that the, my favorite HBO show, Righteous Gemstones, they have... South Carolina. Yeah, there's, yeah. you know, they shot the entire thing in Charleston. They and shoot uh, the, the, those uh, big events are in the North Charleston um, arena yeah. there, yeah. Gotcha. What a great show. Yo, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for yeah. more and more of that. Another another podcast where we'll delve <laughs> yes, way deep into this. A hundred percent we'll do one on that. Um so let's start out a little bit with the we're gonna go through the categories a little bit. And if we miss any apologies to those, we're trying to, you know, give a hat tip to as many people as possible and okay. and, and, and get into discussing it. And so we're not just kind of listing the awards. But the spectacle we we kind of alluded to is fun. I mean, um, you know, Jan- Janelle Monet opening the show was wonderful. Um yeah. Uh, Chris Rock and Steve Martin were great. It yep. felt like we had host in that way. Absolutely. I started way early in the day. Uh-huh. I, I I got into like asking my wife, like, what time do they get ready? Like, what time yeah. do you have to start getting ready for the Oscars? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, they've got, you know, they've got massage therapists. They've got, uh, you know, facial masks that yeah. are doing in and when I was like, yeah, so like, so at like 8 a.m., they're like, you are up and at them. Yeah. yeah and I, yeah, so I was watching it for the whole, all the way through, yeah. all the way up. So you know, I I was living that uh, living the Oscar su- day, it's, living what it would might be like to uh, to get ready. Yep, yeah. It's, I mean, until you hear it compared to like the Super Bowl, and it is. I mean, for people oh, who man. love this well, art and film, as yeah. a Kansas City Chief 
person. Oh, congrats! I got a chance to have a Super Bowl and then a and then this film Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it felt it, I, saw I was you. so excited this yeah. year that this was that awesome. that was your team growing up, right? Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. We had wonderful. season tickets for a number of years. That's awesome. My dad is. It's sad that he never got to see. He saw them, it, but he did he see, see it. it. Yeah. Yep. Um, but then like a week later, get this really exciting like. I felt like this was like a Super Bowl yeah. Oscars with all these films. It's that, fun how they're back to back time wise and it all. I don't, I don't know, think it's, it's ever happened before. This is the earliest it's ever been. It is. That's right. This is early for the Oscars, right? It, yes. It excited yeah. me, but I think the weather was difficult yeah. out there. I mean, it's still February. And I just remember when it was in, like, I think it went as late as April. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. I, I do I remember it much later. Maybe that's a little late. Yeah. But this felt a little early yeah. to me. I think it's good too because, like, it, once you start pushing it back too much, we are celebrating the films of, yeah. of the previous year beforehand. But um, yeah, that's cool. That's a, yeah. that's a fun moment in time for yeah. for you and and for all Chiefs fans. And this is a fun moment in time for all uh, cinephiles. And yeah. it's just I I just really I really enjoy it. Um, let's start with writing. Okay. Um, and so obviously we have the uh, original screenplays and uh, what a category this year when you think of Knives Out, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, Parasite. This is where Parasite got the ball rolling, got its first win. But I just, if that, if that went any direction, I would be like, bravo. I mean, that's like, yeah. it's, it's so good. I mean, you're talking about films that I just watched Knives Out. And yeah, I, it's it's clever. It is clever. Yeah. And, it, and murder mysteries like that, I mean, they feel so complex to me. Mm. I don't know how mm-hmm. you... I, so that feels... So sitting down and writing, it would be challenging. It would, yeah. yeah. And in a sense, that's an ab- adaptation of like a genre. Sure. But it is an original s- screenplay. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is like a book. Yeah. It's a movie. Yep. And it's its own thing. And, you know, over time... So inventive, too. Like, yeah. yeah. It's so clever. It's uh, a long... Spra- or like a sprawling sort of chapter-based type of sure. script. Yep. And then Parasite, which just feels wholly unique. You yeah. Know, there's definitely tropes in there, mm-hmm. but but on a whole level, it felt very original. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess uh, the the original screenplays su- felt super, super original, which, which uh, you know, is so, so cool. I, at Knives Out, I saw someone... Um, Say that um, you know it's the type of film that uh, that Hollywood would crank out kind of with ease, uh, of, you know, a, a bit back, and that that kind of made sense. Forty it's, years ago, yeah, maybe. yeah, exactly. And I just I love that ensemble cast, and I love when that occurs when you have that many yeah. stars complementing each other and bringing their unique uh, talents to one, you know, work of art like that. My mom is a huge fan of like. The British murder mysteries, is she? And, as well as Columbo, it's uh-huh. her favorite show of all time. She likes <laughs> That's Poirot and uh, all these other, you know, British uh, sort of murder mysteries. And she at, she does not know movies as much as you know the next person, but she loved Knives Out. And she kept saying, "I said, did you like it?" Then she just kept saying, "Yes, it was different." Which oh, I, but that was her take. Yeah, so D- different's not very telling. It's like when I, someone's saying interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think what I took from that was that it, it definitely has a modern feel yeah. of a 1970s sort mm-hmm. of sleuth or the 80s clue, mm-hmm. but something like that. But it definitely feels like it's been it's contemporary at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm I'm looking forward to see where Ryan Johnson goes with his uh, with his filmmaking too. That 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 was a cool cool one. So uh, uh, adapted screenplay went to Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, and this is a film. This ta- the, the film really touched me. I was I was okay. I was I was weeping at the end. I, you know, there were some lines in it that really really touched me. Let everything happen to you. Uh, Beauty and terror, 
just right. keep going. No, no feeling is final. I, I think about that a lot. I like that. I, it's like endure. Just keep yeah. going forward. You know, and even embrace some of those harder feelings because you know that that happened to you, but that will too pass. It's cool ideas. I'm gonna be honest. I I just bought it to watch. Oh, I have not seen it. Enjoy. Yet, so I'm gonna let you talk about. No, that no. It really, really enjoy it. What I would like to talk about is uh, Watiti. He's just he's such his spirit. The uh, the director. Um, he he. he played uh adolf hitler in this yeah, one and I mean, and he's such he's such a he's such a treasure and he pulls that off in a unique way that yeah. feels you know like it's coming from a, a good absolutely place. yeah you know, when i first saw the premise for jojo rabbit i'm like oh my goodness i, I don't i don't i don't know how this is gonna play i don't know how it's gonna work and um it, he he made it work uh swimmingly i'm just I am such a fan of, of him. Um, even just when he's receiving the award, you can see his spirit and just like, he's funny. He's just, he's such, he's he a treasure. He has such an is eclectic a- uh, range of projects that he's worked on. Yep. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People is a film that I really mm-hmm. love. And uh, the spirit of that youth and and like the the little guy, you know, fighting against the, yeah. the patriarchy and such. Um a lot of that spirit carries to even the Mandalorian things yeah. that he's he's involved, he's involved in, in. Yeah, and uh, that that's somebody who seems to be able to handle these big budget projects with a certain amount of confidence and mm-hmm. ease, and make mm-hmm. them fun. Yep. Uh, whereas other people might find them to be major headaches, and then he's able to do smaller projects and in almost seems to be spend spend the same amount of time or give it the same amount of love. So yeah. In the, respect for him. in the long tradition, welcome to the party pal tradition of fluffing um, the great Thor Ragnarok. We have to mention anytime okay. he comes up, we have to yeah. mention it. Yeah, and, and like he, like you just said, you know, there was a different, um, he made that campy and different and fun and look beautiful at the same time. And it had a different vibe than all the other <clears throat> Thor films or even Marvel films while still, Fitting into the mold yeah. too, it was just it was it was incredible what he did there. He's Mark, awesome. Uh, Mark Mother's Boss, the composer of that mm-hmm. you're gonna get a, a, a there's he's gonna he's gonna do his part to make that film feel unique and different Ab- as well. Yeah, absolutely. So cinematography, this uh this oh, one was a, a no brainer. This was a you know what I mean. I mean as well as everything was shot. Maybe I'm going too far there, but like I mean, uh, it just 1917 had that award before the night started. Well, especially since it's there's a specificity to how it was shot. Mm. I mean, it's a one shot film. Yep. That's a big, you know, that's a thing that mm-hmm. calls out the cinematography. Absolutely, yeah, you yeah. That, I mean, that's what. It, that's why, um, it, you know, if it won Best Picture, great. It was really it was that that incredible of a feat. But like, yes, that's what it was about. It was about yeah. the cinematography. It was about that immersive experience, taking you on that journey, that war is hell experience, and. Uh, I mean, the whole time I'm watching 1917, yeah. my, my mouth's kind of agape. Like, wow, they're doing it. They're yeah. putting us in there. Um, Roger Deakins, he's an absolute master Genius. of cinematography. Genius. And Robert Richardson, they they gave each other, they, um, I think Robert Richardson either saluted him or shook his hand when he got there. Mm-hmm. They have a huge amount of respect for each other. Yep. Robert Richardson on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is another masterwork in sure. cinematography. Today. Sure. Um, Almost any other year, I think that's taken. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's another one where the films that were nominated were 100%. There wasn't one where they were like, well, this is nominated for Best Picture, so we'll give them cinematography yeah. as well. Yeah. And then you didn't understand why. It was it was all films that were completely accomplished in their yeah. own right. 
I think it's I think it's almost at the point with especially a year like this where it's so much is uh, you know there's a bounty of greatness um you know and, and they you know it's the cliche it's it's an honor to be nominated but I mean it's got to look at nominations need to be looked at as huge wins I mean yeah. like anyone who's involved like that you are you're you're basically winning something with in that moment and yes they do have to um you know pick one and you know it, it's 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 yeah, I did get into, you know, why I feel Oscars are important. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, competing arts always kind of silly yeah. in some ways and it's tough and it's so subjective, but, uh, you know, th- there's times like this where it just all makes sense where, you know, the cinematography yeah. for something where they, they focus so much on, 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 you know, highlighting that, that skill and that capability. Yeah. It's just so, so cool to see it win like that. Yeah. It's funny because I feel like I remember the nominations more than I remember who won. Dude, yeah, I, you know what? That makes sense to me. I had to look up a couple of winners and I could yeah. I could spout out the nominees. Because when Scarlett Johansson was up there, I I felt like in my head I was like, well, she's probably won two Best Actresses mm-hmm. to this point. She's been nominated, just nominated, but just yeah, she hasn't won yet. Uh, but in my head, you know, there's certain people you just assume have yeah. already won. So. Scarlett, um, she had she had two amazing performances this year. I, I know Laura Dern was very deserving of the Best Actress one, but that, if I were was to be choosing for Best um, Supporting Actress, yeah, I would have chose her her role in Jojo Rabbit, which you have to look forward to. She's yes. absolutely stunning in that. I was I was actually floored how good she was in in that one. So. I'm glad that Marriage Story uh, got. Got some focus on it. Yeah. Um, Noah Baumbach is one of those guys that he's constantly puts out films and and puts them out and, and they all they always feel like those those like nineteen eighties nineteen those old school New York movies. Yeah, uh, I love I love that essence and style and it was great that you know Laura Dern was was uh, represented that film. Represented yeah, that film. Uh, I just uh, Squid and the Whale is 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 a classic. Oh, Squid and the Whale is, is yeah. a classic to me. I think it's it, it's it's just such a fine fine film. He's he is he's a fine film. He's an amazing filmmaker, and it was it was great to see um, him getting the credit. And it's it, it it's a very good movie. It's yeah. very it's 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 hard. You know, it, it's it, right. I found a lot of stuff personally really, really tough to get through thinking right. about the kids and everything. And, and yeah. you know, I personalize some of it, but it, yeah. but it's also it's hard to look away from because it's so it's so captivating and, and, and telling to a lot of the strife we go through in our personal relationships. And Adam Driver is going to be an Oscar winner at some point. There's, we always say that and you never know if it's actually going to yeah, happen. But I, he, I think it makes sense. More yeah. nominations for him. Yeah. I saw Spike Lee on the uh, red carpet talking about him and he's just, because oh, really? he's worked with him, you know, on the uh, uh, Black Klansman. And he's just like, he's a beast. He's like, I don't yeah. think people are are really even understanding to his talents yeah. at, at this point. Well, you he know? was talking about that. I saw a, like a director's guild or something mm-hmm. screening of Black Klansman and he's, there and spoke about spoke about yeah. Adam Driver. So he's he's he's, he's taken by him, and yeah. hopefully they'll work together again, which is hopefully. which is really yeah. really cool. Yeah. Did you see the Saturday Night Live with Adam Driver? I I loved his monologue. I it's, yeah. <laughs> I did see. I saw parts I had to bring of it. it up. I've watched it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The undercover. Uh, yeah. Undercover. That's boss. so. I always love that. The, yeah. the, the Kylo Ren undercover boss. To uh, me, he'll he'll he'll. Some part of him will always be Kylo Ren. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it sticks with you. I think they know when you take on a role that big that yeah. it's that, that it's going to attach itself to your way. So to run through a couple um, doc features, I you know what I, I I wrote down the list the other day of the docs. I need to get into the docs. I haven't even seen American Factory. I'm, I'm very, I haven't either. Yeah, so I'm, I just, I actually I, I for a while there um, I, I wasn't watching many docs. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm into just you know these these bigger fiction pieces. I I love escapism in my film, in my art, in my storytelling. Yeah. Um, but I've really t- I've really come around as of late, and I've really been diving into a lot of docs, and so I'm I'm really excited to um, dive into that list. I need to see all of them. They, they they all look outstanding. They're they're important. Docs are so very important. They're telling they stories that need to be told. Absolutely. I I had not seen America Factory, but I mm-hmm. guessed it correctly for in my ballot. Yep. Just because of the word you put the word American yeah. and then something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good it's a good way That's, to get it's you know, you yeah. got American movie as a was I'm gonna remember that from my from pools moving forward. Yeah. Yep. Something American before. But I joking, but I, I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, the short was uh learned to skateboard in a war zone. The um there's uh, uh, the winner for the um, live action short. It was uh, it's for the it's his name is Marshall Curry. It's uh, the neighbor's window. You should watch it. You could watch all these shorts on YouTube, which is yeah. why they're available now. Uh, I had a great conversation with Marshall on Across the Margin, the podcast, where uh, we then we were talking about um, his film A Night at the Garden, which was um, which is also Oscar nominated, and he uh, it's about a rally that took place in 1939. Uh, uh, like a, a neo-Nazi rally that took place in um, at Madison Square Garden, really? and uh, it's just wild because I mean, he, you know, he pretty much let he put, kind of compiled all the footage from um, from the event, yeah. and he kind of let it speak for itself, and, and just like telling to the, some of the comparisons. I think it came out soon after what happened in Charlottesville, and it was yeah. re- it was really it was disturbing thinking. Even at that time, New York was a very uh, liberal hub, and like this event occurring in uh, in the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. It's yeah, just it's crazy. So yeah, that, I've got to see that one. Yeah, so I got a chance to talk to Marshall about that. It's worth checking out that episode if you're uh, inclined. He um he directed the the documentary on the National, which was really really cool too. But the Neighbor's Window is really good. I watched it just last night, um, and it's just it's it's short. Obviously, and these are streaming now. There, are, yeah, you can get them all, almost all of them on YouTube. I, was, I, I, I couldn't find exactly all of them, but um, most of them are up there. And it just—it's kind of a story that 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 tells us how trying some of our lives can really be. It's it's really it's cool. It's really good. Um, to move forward, uh, foreign language films, obviously, Parasite. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big big fan of. Uh, I, I recommended this to you just the other day, but Pain and Glory really affected me. That's um, oh, man, I can't believe I haven't seen that. Yeah, yet. that's I, I. I recommend it to anyone out there listening too. It's uh, Pedro Almodarve's uh, most uh, recent film. Yeah, he's he's a genius. He's so good. Absolutely. He works. He's working with Antonio Banderas here, uh, and it's kind of a, a story about himself. He get, he gets more personal than he has in any of his films, and he does get personal in some of his films, but. Um, so those two in that category, I'm like, this category is just incredible. And, you yeah. know, Honeybee's in there and it's just, just really, really great. So he's a master. He's a master. Um, all about my mother is a, a beautiful film. Volaire is one that Volver, gets me. Yes. Yeah. It's really. I love it. Just, these, I'm always just captivated on like five or six different levels when I'm watching his films. The color schemes he's using are so striking. Cinematography, just, cinema. com, com, compositions yeah. and, and the way he, Puts people in spaces is yep. very beautiful. Absolutely, yeah. You could tell it's all it's so purposely put together, and it, but it seems seamless. And he's just he's a master, and it's great to see him still at the top of his game. I, I'm really excited for you to catch that film. Um, the score went to Joker, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, it's a very, it's a very sort of understated score. Yeah, 
and it's very dark and it plays perfectly into it's the a, film. so effective to the mood it and is. The feeling and the vibe of, of of that film we'll talk more about it once we get to best actor um animated was toy story 4 Animated short was Hair Love, which I was very excited to see. Have you seen that one yet? No. Uh, it's my my daughter was so excited. She 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 absolutely loved that, and it was uh, it was made by the the filmmaker behind the story it was Matthew Cherry. He was a former NFL player, uh, and oh, it's and about he was on the un, he's part of the undefeated. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, and it was about you know his struggles with. Um, you know, trying to figure out his daughter's hair, and it's a, it's, it's, you know, it, it's like it's, it's so cute, but it's so yeah. important. It's just, it's, it was really cool. I, I, that there's these moments in the Oscars that like just feel, I don't know, these people. You know, we we get the big stars getting their shine on, but you also get these 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 nice little stories of people kind of coming out of left field with these art projects or these 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 projects that are telling to their lives or, or just I don't know, just important works that shine a different a light on, on on all our different lives and all our different hardships and all our yeah. different stories that that really gets me and we have to remember that for me personally if i don't know about these documentaries which obviously i don't i'm now gonna go out and see these things exactly. so i i'm sure i would have seen other things that they popped mm-hmm. up on netflix or whatever but i'm gonna make a point to see you know many of these documentaries yeah. especially american factory um in in we just wouldn't know about these things. Yep. So we always, we sometimes think about the big categories as the most important, but there's a lot of other smaller categories there that we, you know, we want to make sure there's representation yeah. there as well. Yeah. The Oscars kind of put forth for a lot of cinephile, uh, cinephiles, like our to-do list, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's, it's exciting because, you know, when, when it comes out and you see what, see what's out there, I start, I actually, I think this is one of my better years in prep, uh, for it, I, I was able yeah. to not because we talked about it here on the podcast before and even earlier. I was just like invigorated by how good the films were, and I, well, just I get kept, my, uh, yeah, I get myself a C plus. I've hit, I've C seen plus? the biggies, yeah, and not all of them, but I'm gonna give myself an A this year. Good, I'm never an A. I'm never yeah. an A. It's always I'm always disappointed when I'm watching it. I'm like, oh God, how do I? Because I like to do that thing, you know, like it, 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 judge what I believe should, you know. That, you know, get get take home the prize, and this year I finally felt like you know I've seen all the um, best picture ones, and I yeah. was able to have like a. I guess you can have a kind of more of a stronger opinion if you've taken it into everything, and that's that just that's fun. Um, Marin Makeup, uh, makeup and hair. Pardon me, there yeah. uh, was bombshell, and I, I, I love it because just like uh, you know, one of the reasons uh, they, they you know they're bringing real life people, you know. Uh, it's it's a story of like Roger Ailes and the Fox News room and all the Me Too movement, but they uh, they did a great job of you know Lithgow is very old man, but they had to make him even kind of like older yeah. and nastier and yeah. grimy to be I Roger mean, Ailes, and they nailed it. And without it's his voice, I wouldn't have known it was him. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Did you, you, you saw Bombshell? Nasty bomb. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I, it's it's a very very fascinating film, frustrating film, but you know another one that's like important and speaks to uh, you know kind of. Uh, something that's occurring, yeah. you know, a conversation that that's in, very important and happening in today's age, which is good, which is cool, and that's another thing. Movies do such a good job touching on uh, all these all these relevant topics that that have done such about. a much better job than me. A, an A, yeah. I'm telling you, I've nailed it this year, which is great. So, production design, once upon a time, boom, that I was makes very sense. Excited about that. Yeah, it was good to see that it gets some shine too. It just looked, it was just incredible. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean. 
so much of what they did was, you know, not digital. It was just really creating yep. the signs and the landscapes. And we've talked at length. We've got a whole podcast. Yeah, exactly. If you want to learn more about Once Upon a Time, we, yeah. we I forget which episode number is, but we, we did that. Sound editing was Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, costumes, little woman. These all these all home runs here. Sound mixing, nineteen seventeen. Well, that's got to be yeah. I mean that has to be a, a, a lot of you know bombs and oh. all, you deal oh. with a lot of high high noise. You know, absolutely. I just I I actually want to um, do a deep dive in learning more about the crafting of that film and everything behind it. I mean, there's times where I was thinking of. Um, when they're like the big fire scenes and night scenes at the end, I'm thinking about Apocalypse Now. Obviously, you're thinking about Saving Private Ryan a whole lot during it. Uh, it just, it just, I don't know. It's it it, it could it was, have been could have been a Best Picture. I mean, it could sure. have been either way, either way this year. Yep. And that was, uh, I guess, those were the two people thought it was coming down to right. Yes, exactly. 1917 yeah. in Paris. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I think they felt like the 1917 was the front runner going into it. You know, it yeah. picking up the globe and and um, but I do believe, and we'll get into it. I, th- I think they made the right decision. Um, best, let's get into the big ones. Okay. It's, it's home stretch this, this thing. So, uh, uh, actress supporting was Laura Dern. We touched on that. She's great, in it. yeah, great, really, really great. And um, that movie, she's great. Period. Yeah. She's just it's it's awesome. That style of filmmaking in that movie where there's so much dialogue and the in yeah. the the the. The emotion is built through dialogue so much it, it really played into you know you know it did it really did I'm sorry to interrupt you there they, um you know what I, I I saw about her which I didn't realize it affected her career like this when Ellen came out on her show right uh, I think uh, Laura Dern I don't think Laura Dern was her partner yeah in the show in the show it affected her career negatively for a while she said that yeah it, it's I, I, I guess she was having that. yeah no it's 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 it, she was having a hard time getting jobs for a little bit. Really, and she's like, I don't. I, she's like, yeah, it it sucked, but I don't care. She's like, I do it all over again. Yeah, well, you know, you know I'm sure that I'm sure that did, you know did affect her, and that is a a, a very uh, bad thing. Um, I can tell you that every time she's in something, though, you do take notice, even if she, yeah. you know, I, I mean, actors want to be working and they want to be, yep, you know, constantly working, but you're never gonna. I mean, you're not gonna forget about her. She's always. Memorable, absolutely, and everything. And she was it's like Bill Murray, movie. you know, like Bill Murray yes. has to be gone for a while, and <laughs> he does something. It's a big deal. When's Bill coming back? Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. uh, I, the French Dispatch trailer comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I cool. know he's in that. That's awesome. Yep. Um, actor supporting. Um, yeah, I mean, was Brad Pitt. That that's, was that's great that that he got that. that once upon a time in Hollywood got that, you know. Yeah. It's I mean, it's it was I think it was an easy call. He was just that so good. But that idea that it was an easy call is so wild considering the the uh, the, the remainder of people in there were I Tom mean, Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. I mean, these are Hollywood yeah. heaviest of hitters. Al Pacino and Joe Pesci, I would have been I was I was disappointed that the Irishman didn't get more uh yeah. recognition yeah. in terms That's of a good point. actual awards. Joe yep. Pesci Maybe his role is so understated. He also just never. Sh- I don't think he did any of the the promotion that, that people want you to do. Yep. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he. Showed <laughs> yeah, there's a game involved stuff. in this thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but which isn't that that bad. You want you want to talk about something that you did and that you're excited about. Yep. But you can't you can't argue Brad Pitt. He's been doing. He, he's another person who I would have just assumed won an Oscar. I did too. I had to look it up during the yeah. thing. Yeah. And he has won won an Oscar. 
producing producing the uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Yes, yeah, but yes, he, yeah, he, but not none of it for his acting. He's so good. I I was thinking about it, and like we mentioned, we we have a whole episode dedicated to it. But I was thinking about the films, kind of in hindsight of the year. I think the one that I go back and I, I watch the most moving forward in my life, if I was to guess, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've already yeah. watched it again, and I just I. I just I can do it again and again. I'm- yeah, it's a it's sort of like a lifestyle for me at this point where I come home and uh, <laughs> it's a lifestyle. You yes. just turn it on. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino has talked about how he says his films are like Pulp Fiction is like a movie that you you like it, but you don't necessarily you you turn it on and uh-huh. then you go do your laundry. Yeah, and that's the way. Uh, well, what's that's the time in Hollywood is for me. It's uh, on in the background. Sure, and that's I, I do it already with Inglorious Bastards. I enjoy yeah. like the conversation yeah. so much and I can get, yeah, I can go around. I can like fold on, do something like it's, I, I understand that idea yeah. so much, but it is, you know, even when I'm laying down and I know, um, I kind of want to get my, I shouldn't be falling asleep to television or anything like that. But, uh, but like if I want to get my mind off the day yeah, and I, I do like to put something on just so my mind can shut off from the work and everything else. But that's one of the films I tend to go to. And I think I could do myself, I'd see myself doing it with once upon a time as well. It's just, yeah. you know, to, to experience one of those moments, you know, just cause you could even yeah. take it into seg- segments. Like I can't wait to watch the conversation, uh, Again, at the table um, with Leo and um, he was the actor from Justified who was just on uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. What's the uh, scene? Uh, he's it's it's the western. They're they're they're, they're at the table inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like they, uh, it's kind of cool because oh I, I can't, can't think remember. of him. He's he's in one of the time. Very very famous. Apologies about that. Um, so let's get into best actress and best actor. Best actress was Renee. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it. That's I that's that I would have got an A plus on that. Everyone is just raving about the performance. I'm so, so excited that she's like, I mean, she's been out of the public eye for a while, mm-hmm. and then the first movie she, I mean, I think she's probably done other movies, but like this is their, I mean, she's back. Like this is like a yeah, big like absolutely. you know return. I heard it's a it's a very sad movie. It's very, it, it's like a trying trying role, and so yeah. I'm I'm very excited to see for for what she does there. Best actor was a. Obviously, Phoenix for Joker. You know what is getting me about Joker right now? Now, there's like, now the conversation's out there about it, and it was a Best Picture nominee. And I just, I don't see enough love for it as a film. People are like, yeah, the performance is good, but like, I don't know. I think, the, I, I thought, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's <laughs> a really, it. it's a really accomplished film. I agree. From many standpoints, yeah. it certainly is reflective of society. Yep. Um, and even if you feel that it's reflective in the wrong way mm-hmm. or that it's uh, empathizing with the wrong people or the wrong person or something, there's still a relevance there. Yeah, and, I agree. And there's just and there's a great movie there yep. to support all that. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. I feel like the the uh, um, the the uh, his performance is kind of just overshadowed uh, the film. Like yeah. oh, almost holy, and, and and that's fine. He's so good in it, and it's just such an intense performance. But I don't, I don't, I also don't think that's fair to the film. And I think some of what I'm seeing out there in the ether is not um, fair to the film. Here, here's a here I could have seen. Um, the only other one I would have been really excited about was Antonio Banderas winning for uh, Pain and oh, yeah. Glory. Yeah, I'm so happy he was nominated. He's, Has he ever won an Oscar? That's a great question. I I I, I don't think so. But I, I don't know. He falls in the category of actors and who they've maybe been doing films, constantly working, mm-hmm. but not things that we see yeah. as much. 
Yeah, he's and, worked with Pedro like 10 times now. Yeah. yeah. But like with Renee, Renee Zellweger, mm. it's great to see somebody who hasn't, who maybe another decade they were in every movie and yeah. they were now coming back and getting like, I mean, that's another part of what makes Oscars great. Yeah. Now you're going to be watching everything Antonio Barris yep. does from yep. this point. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's, it re-welcomes them back enjoyable. into like kind of the fold and just like, yeah. oh yeah, you, you remember their brilliance and yeah. what made them so special at one point. Um, I, uh, it's hard to, to speak on the Oscars and, and Phoenix without talking about his speeches that, that he's been doing. Cause yeah. he's been, it's very socially conscious. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty intense. It's, it's, it's a bold statements. And I, I come from the camp. Um, I just, I don't like when people are all like, you know, I just want to hear them acting or talk about acting, like shut up and right. dance type thing. I'm, gotcha. I, I'm a big fan of if, um, you know, you have a, you have a, a platform, it, there's no, no shame in using it if, if you're using it for good causes. And, yeah. and so I actually really admire it. Um, I know it kind of, uh, it looks like, I don't know. It's, I, I understand how it's off putting to some, but I, I think it's great. I, I love to see him kind of changing and growing before our eyes and, and, and trying to do the right thing, which is real good. I really appreciated the uh, nod to his brother, too, which was Yeah, really that was the, the uh, one that spoke to me. I, yeah. I, you got to think about how hard it is to know I, that I he had a brother a who's while. probably a better actor. Yeah. I don't want to say better. No, but like, could have had a brighter future. Yeah. You know, or as bright, for I mean, sure. You, you even wonder if he would have been in his brother's shadow. All these years, who knows? Yep. Um, they're both, they both had amazing careers, even even though Rivers was cut short. But River Phoenix is somebody that I have a soft spot for. I still watch his films, yeah. and um, he just had a he just had a vulnerability and a heart, uh, while also being like a heartthrob that sure. it just it just hits you. Yeah, yeah. He was more than just the the, the, the good looks too, and then um, um, uh, uh, Phoenix, he. he he kind of ended his speech with uh, uh, one of his quotes, one of Rivers' quotes, which was uh, run to the rescue with love and peace will follow, which is which is beautiful if you think about it. It's really, really, really cool. Um, kind of uh, to conclude this thing, I mean, obviously we're at the best picture and best director. We can put we can do them hand in hand. What we're going to do here, we're going to talk about it a little bit, but um, we think Parasite was so important and such a, it was so special that I got this nomination and uh it just it's a movie that really speaks to 2019 um in a way that you know no other film did this year we're gonna do a whole episode on it it's gonna follow on the heels of this oscar celebration but in the meantime um uh it's it's really it's it's incredible that parasite had this moment in time that it did at the oscars yes when it won when parasite won Best international film. I felt like okay, that's they're giving it a nod, but that's them saying you're not getting best. That's picture. it. A I'm lot of people thought that. Yes. Then when he wins best director, it was like, all right, wait, what's happening wait, right you now? You felt like momentum build, which is yeah. neat. It's neat. Well, so I mean, I don't know the I don't know the odds or the percentages, but often if you win best director, what's coming next is best film. Yep. So, uh, you know, I just was I just was shocked and and. As excited as anyone. Yeah. I had gotten over the fact that it, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood probably wasn't going to get it. So I, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking to other things at exactly. that point. Exactly. And it's, satisf- it's very, very satisfying in a lot of reasons. I mean, it is, it's the first non- non-English film to win. So it's, you know, that, that yeah. invokes what I was saying earlier about cinema as a global community, which is great. Um, you know, the huge. wealth, the, 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 the way it speaks to wealth inequality and a lot of issues, even down to climate changes, we'll get into in the next episode. It's, 
it's 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 an incredible work of art. It's so well directed by Bong. He's uh, he was fun. He was a lot yeah, of fun. Talk about speeches. I, I yeah. enjoyed his speeches. They was, were they were. And I know you're talking about you like people to you you know if they have a chance to use their voice voice go ahead. I thought his lighthearted absolutely both ways. Were also yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I, I I do not expect everyone who, who wins an award that they have to go up and yeah. save the world or, or speak on the <laughs> issues of the world. I actually, I mean, what he's like, I'm gonna go get drunk, you know, yeah. and just like he just seems like he's he's so talented. He's been talented for a while. I love that he he um, gave uh, Marty uh, Scorsese a shout out, saying, yeah. um, you know, you've you know not only did you inspire me, but you've been putting my films on your list. And that that's you know that shows the power of, of of filmmakers or just you know people have to to help others get out there get yeah. you know spread the word. Martin Scorsese has been an, uh, a supporter of everything in cinema. Yes, you, you know, you, I, I think we never it, we're doing him a disservice to say to suggest you know that I, I don't know. I just felt like. Maybe maybe the Irishman it wasn't its year, mm-hmm. but don't ever forget the things he's done Absolutely. for like international cinema. Yep. It's his it's his passion in life. Absolutely, it's cinema would not be where it is yeah. today without Marty, and there's there's no question about that. Um, so more on Parasite to come soon. What did uh, before we go? What did the Academy like miss? I mean, obviously Adam Sandler should have been in the house for Uncut Gems. I know you know we're speaking about snubs at this point, but Greta Gerwig, uh, I loved Little Woman, and I'm I want to mention it real quick. I think her direction in that, um, in in her writing in that, uh, she kind of yeah. gave it a new take um, while while keeping the spirit of uh, Alcott's uh, book so well. One that was big to me though. Um, was George McKay in 1917? I thought okay. he did a remarkable job in that film as an actor. Yeah, um, and he's you know he went through a lot. <laughs> we went through it all right. with him. I thought that was good. Anything you can think of? Uh, things. I, I, yeah, I mean, I go back to Uncut Gems. That's yeah. one that that sort of got away. Um, I still think The Lighthouse me, was I, a very was, strong film. Yep, I thought you heard me uh, in our episode about The Lighthouse talk about the acting in that. Yeah, I, I would just, have given Willem Dafoe. I, I, it's, I, I, he could have won it in my eyes. I just thought it was that yeah. good. The directing was that good by Robert and Max Eggers, and obviously, um, uh, Yaron was uh, nominated. Is Jaron, um, but the cinematographer for Lighthouse, right. he was nominated, which is great. Yeah. Um, he won at the Spirit Awards, and, and so did Adam. And yeah. that, I love the Spirit Awards; they seem to well, clean Adam's, up. Adam's uh, speech was pretty so funny. good. I, I read a transcript of it, and I didn't get it. And then when I heard, heard the voice, it all made sense. Exactly, to me. the Spirit Awards seem to kind of clean up the 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 pieces that um, the Oscars yeah. sometimes don't get, and it's just I think it's such a cool. Um, I award. think I said this on our Uncut Gems episode uh-huh. is that I don't think. There's there's always this conversation about M. Sandler, like, oh, he finally did a good one. Yeah. We, it's like he doesn't owe us anything. He's yeah. going out and he's doing things <laughs> that he true. is interested in. Uh-huh. And if you're not interested in it, you aren't. But like he's entertaining people every time out. Yep. He's not he doesn't owe us anything. He he's, doesn't. I agree. <laughs> great. He did uncut gyms. It was great. It was different. So what if he wants to do yeah. You know. You know, I think you've taught me a lot too when you said that, and after the episode, I was thinking about. It. I, I think I've been hard, too hard on Adam too, and yeah. I don't. I don't know what I expected from him. He doesn't. He's say, a comedian. Yeah. Comedy is comedy. Comedy is comedy. Exactly. Uh, just a couple other. The farewell. Eddie Murphy's was so good. J Lo. Yeah, man. But most mostly they celebrated 2019 in a monster way, and it was it was a great year in cinema. And I'm glad glad we got a chance to discuss it a little bit. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm I'm really excited to dig deep into Parasite. So that's the episode we'll coming up next. Yeah. All right, great. Let's get into it. And uh, thank you everybody for joining the party. 
Osiris. This podcast is in the loop. The Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.